What's going on, Penguin Life family? Welcome to another episode. Y'all already know, it's your girls, Ken and Mo. This week, we have the part two of Dating Around While Waiting for the One, which featured our friends, Jay and Nish. So let's jog your memory, you know, on part one. So we were able to uncover the messy that can happen, the healthy, and the healing that this process can bring. Part two just ties it all together. Once you finish dating around and you found your one. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the discussion. Peace and positive vibes. My hunger was starting to be, you know, taken care of bit by bit. And I, I, I didn't see nobody else. I wanted to know about you. Mm-hmm. And if and nice. if was, that's cute. And if it was that one conversation, I'm like, okay, what else is she about? What else goes on in that mind? What else does she feel? Oh, you was thinking with that mind. Know. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what that mommy? Yes, yeah, she's very attractive. <laughs> but it was like your mental just it just girl, that thing was sexy. Y'all know that meme where it's that brain. And like, it's, it's like licking the brain and it looked like a vagina. Yeah. That's what I was, I was like, girl. <laughs> now, Let me Jewel, fuck your brain. Stop it. Now, Jewel, same question. Um, <clears throat> well, good, good thing for Lanisha. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to I was not talking to anybody else at that time. I had just got out of a Same. spell of talking to multiple people at one time. It was like three people that I was talking to like earlier in the year. <coughs> and I had came to a point where I was like, I don't want to talk to none of y'all. It's just like, all y'all gotta go. So like, I literally texted every last one of them at the same time and was like, don't hit my phone no more. Like, I'm not interested. So, I'm not interested. <laughs> I'm not interested. Sorry. So, I had then tried to go through a spirit of just like um, getting, doing some rest and period. Like, dating Joel for a little while. Like, every so often I do it. Like, I don't want y'all to think, like, oh, she's be out here dating a whole bunch of people. Like, I'll date a whole bunch of people. I'll probably be not interested in them, or one person will go somewhere, but then they get cut off because now they turn me off or something like that. So, then I'll be like, ooh, let me stop out here breaking these bitches' hearts and go through a spirit, a, like a period of like reflection, mm-hmm. like she said, right? So when I before I met her, I was in my reflection. You were in your reflection period. stage. Uh-huh. So that was a good thing for her. And I had, <laughs> and I had also given up kind of hope. Like I'm here, I am 30 years old, right? I'm dating. A slew of people I've met probably every personality type that there is and it's just like no hope <laughs> it's like give up no hope so I was just like with somebody coming and I was have been praying and stuff I was getting back into my faith and things like that so I have been praying like Lord when you ready I'm gonna meet somebody that I really like and I ain't gonna be on the fuck shit or, you know like I'm like praying these aren't my exact words forgive me Lord but I was praying and then I was getting myself together and figuring out me and all I was doing all this personal work that when she came along it was just kind of like 
synced. That's it. <laughs> like, and I had then we too. I then pulled up in the inbox or whatever, mm-hmm. and like by her box. response, I was just like, oh, like, <laughs> <laughs> because I talk to a lot of like Yo. I feel like stupid people too. Like no common sense. They don't can't type right, talk right, <laughs> write right. Like it's just irky, <laughs> right? So you think like there's a lot of dingbags out here, and I'm big. <laughs> on intelligence intellectual and things like that and have a a conversation like i want to be able to talk to you about anything right Mm -hmm. and when she responded (laughs) i'm like okay like she ain't doing the dumb stuff right she got a little conversational piece got a little conversational piece so we had been talking all night for like that whole night right and then the next day and then she asked me for my phone number so yeah that was she hit me at the right moment. There you go. And sometimes I think too. I think like, she was delivered to you at the right even moment. Even if you dating multiple people, that could still, in a sense, be well, depending on where you are, like Jewel touched on earlier, where you are within yourself. You know what I'm saying? Knowing yourself enough. So like if you're dating multiple people, you just broke up with somebody or whatever, and you're dating multiple people, um, and you just feeling your way through that could still be a moment of reflection. Like you're, you could be still identifying things about you while you're entertaining these people. Ooh, I got something. This is the thing. <coughs> I think that each one of us met the person that we were supposed to meet when we were actually ready for a wife and not necessarily a girlfriend. Because I feel like the people that we may have been encountering at that point may have been girlfriend material because people who are girlfriend material are not necessarily wife material. And so... They shouldn't really be girlfriend material then. They shouldn't be because unless you're building towards something, then you shouldn't really be doing anything together. But I know for me personally, I was in a place in a phase, like Jewel has said, I was taking a break. I was completely cleansing myself, cleansing my energy and just like healing myself from one, the apologies that I never got from the disappointments that I never got a chance to talk about. And I was in that place of like, just being okay with all those things. And I don't think that if I was there, I would have then met the person that I met. Because when you still got a lot of work to do within yourself, I don't necessarily think that's the time that you meet your soulmate. That's just me. I agree. I definitely, like, again, how we were talking about, you tend to reflect what you are in to your relationships, right? So, and God and him sending you those life lessons, like you're not going to move to the next phase. Until you pass this and test. Until so you pass this test, you learn this lesson. So if you deal with a lot of um, anger, frustration, like, like the moments when I would reflect after I would get out of something with somebody and I try to, okay, what did I do wrong? I had to start asking that question. Not necessarily what did they do wrong, right? Mm-hmm. And every time I sat and really reflected on it and took some personal time out, I would figure something else about myself that was kind of like pattern, like, like, or, or I had a moment where I felt like my relationship that I was with for eight years, I was very mean to her. Like, she got on my nerves. I was always irritated and I act like I was always irritated and mm-hmm. I would say the first thing out of my mouth and 
right? And she just dealt with it, right? So then when we broke up and then I caught myself falling in love with the next person, they treated me the same as how I treated her, right? So the next, it's like when you- That was your lesson. Right, that's what I'm saying. So when you do it to other people, usually it comes back around that karma and it showed you like, this is how you made this part of first person mm-hmm. feel because now you feel that way, right? So then you don't do those things. So I was learning all these life lessons and I just felt like when I met her at this period of time, like, I had done a lot of, like you said, self-work. Work. Yeah. So now those life lessons aren't going to be reflecting into in, that, in relationship that relationship that I need to work on. Right. Because the worst thing is to really be gifted the person that you've been praying for mm-hmm. and not know how to handle them. Right. Like, what you got to say about that, baby? <laughs> It was a lot of pieces. She asked you a question. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this whatever part that touched you the most, I guess. I mean, I think that the biggest key going into any relationship, regardless if you're multiple dating multiple people or singly dating someone, is you have to have that self piece. I think that's mm-hmm. why relationships end prematurely or don't start off on the right track is because we bring so much baggage. Not saying that baggage is a bad thing because we always have it, but right. people don't know how to nav- navigate it well um, enough to be able to sort of ultimately connect with the next person. So uh, I think that's part of the reason why I, I can't date multiple people mm-hmm. um, because one, it's, it's not enough time to be able to allow, like I said, for that reflection sort of period when you have multiple people. Mm-hmm. Um, but two, it just, I feel like there's a lack of flow. So, so to speak, you mm-hmm. you feel like you just have so much that you can get into that you don't like allow for that natural flow again to to be able to um, really put your best foot forward and, and navigate maybe some of those tougher situations that you may encounter with one person. Just like oh, let's go to the next, you know, and right. hurt my nerves. So, bye. Got on my whole <laughs> nerve. But bye, I also girl. feel like when it comes to that whole um... shit. <laughs> like, come on. You just said it. Hold on. Navigating the tough situations. Alright, just go. I'm gonna just come back to it. Because on the navigating tough situations, I feel niche on that part because I feel like social media is a double-edged sword. Because we have social media, it makes it almost that much more challenging to really focus on your relationship. Like what you have on social media and what you have in real life. I don't believe in social media. I'm sorry, my stamp on my love for you has nothing to do with what I post on mm-hmm. social media. Correct. And I feel like people take social media and it's their end all be all. That's how we tracking each other nowadays. That's how we feeling out, that's how we figuring out how our partners feel when they wake up. Like I should never have to go look to the www.something mm-hmm. to but figure out how But I think that it, that's not feel. necessarily what it is. I think that sometimes people just look on social media and for a person that posts every single detail about their life except for their significant other mm-hmm. would make you feel some type of way versus somebody that don't get on there and really post anyway. So it's to be expected for them not to post. I think that's when people be feeling some type of way like about the whole social media thing. No, I get that part too. I get that you part too. I mean? 
Yeah, it's like you on there, you could post memes, you could post, you know what I'm saying, repost other people's stuff. I was just in the gas station pumping my gas. Right, you're avidly on there and you're giving social media a play-by-play, but yet you're not actually letting them know play-by-play. And so for me personally, because I've had someone do this to me, I feel like the non-posting on social media when you are actually active on social media, I'm talking about like 23.5 hours a day on social media, you know what I'm saying? And if I don't happen to make it there, then that means that I'm not a part of your day. So those other 23.5 hours. What do you have in the relationship where your girl is giving you everything you need and you want outside of this social media? I'm a private person. I don't, I'm really not a social media person, period, but I'm also very private. So to sit there and post all, social media will get you fucked up sometimes. Very much Because people think what's going on is going on and what's not going on is still going on. Like, people misconstrue things all the time. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't, shouldn't post your significant other, your wife, your girlfriend or whatever, but it doesn't have to be something that there's so much emphasis on if you know when you come home to me every day that you 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 feel loved and with whatever we're doing it shouldn't be a validating resource it shouldn't not necessarily validation right i must say not validation period end of story that it's not about validation it's about the fact that if you telling social media that you just got up and you brushing your teeth yeah. And then you tell them social media what you had for dinner, and you tell them what you had for lunch, you tell them what the Chevron down the street got for <laughs> gas prices, and I, me, your wife, don't make a single post, not for my birthday, not for a holiday, not for Christmas time for the kids or nothing, yeah. then that is a little bit of an issue for me because social media know everything else about you except who you married to. That's a problem. Stop pointing this thing. You want... <laughs> That's it. Are you okay? I'm fine. I'm just saying. That if you're going to go to social media with everything, even how how often you go to the bathroom, yeah. you should at least have a wife pick on there. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? What if it's the opposite? A person who doesn't get on there. Oh, if you don't post. But then your your partner or your, your girlfriend, boyfriend are still upset. Like, you mean, post, like, maybe that person posts once in the blue moon. Like, what is it? But then I feel like that problem is not really a problem, but that's when you got to tap into what their love language is. Right. Because that's where that comes into play. Because their love <laughs> language might be words of affirmation. And maybe the physical words of affirmation in person is what you feel like you're giving them, but maybe it's just a slight piece that's missing. Because a person who likes to see themselves on social media is a words of affirmation kind of person. Yeah, but your words of affirmation don't need to be public. If you need your words of affirmation, I can give you that at home. Right, but that's a compromise. Not necessarily a compromise, but that's a... That's a conversation. And it's not a deal breaker. It's definitely something that a couple can get over together. I just feel like it's definitely a conversation between that couple. Like, when Mo started focusing more so on her music, she stopped posting me. But yet, when she, when we first got together, I was like, woman crush Wednesday, wife crush Wednesday. You know, I was all of those things. But then I had to look at why she pulled back from her social media altogether. She was in her brainstorming phase. But I am a words of affirmation kind of person, so she knows that. And so, strategically, sometime in between time, you know, I will be on there. And that's because she knows that I have been shamed and shadowed in the past. 
So she's speaking to my past hurt, but also to my love language. Right. Well, for me, like I, part of the reason why I'm not a social media person is because I talk well in front of people, but I hate writing. So mm -hmm. to sit there and try to come up with this nice little post, like it doesn't work for me. So I'd rather just not post nothing at all. Correct. Because I'm not. It I don't want to so embarrass much, you and put this so beautiful much, picture up and then I say she's my heart. Right. And then, <laughs> and then I know for Jewel that would be a problem. I put a nice picture up and I got two words under, and it's not because I don't love or care for her. It's just I struggle with words. It takes me all day to write them. But if you have a conversation with me, they'll just flow out. Mm -hmm. And so we kind of sometimes. Have it out a little bit because I feel like that part there's a disconnect, and that's the reason why I'm not, you know, a habitual one because I'm private, I'm private as hell. <laughs> but two, you know, I just I don't like writing. Well, see, the thing with me, but then that's a problem because I'm a words of affirmation love language. But that's not necessarily a problem, that becomes a new challenge. It's a new challenge, but but what people tend to do though is they try to say, all right, well, I'm just not that way, but I do this for you. And it's like, yeah. But that comes cool, with but them like, understanding. Them really <laughs> understanding you. If there's an issue, like something like that, if there's an issue, if there's an issue, let's say if you, you have an issue with words of affirmation, all that stuff, right? How will you let her know that this is an issue for me without blowing up, but really getting her to connect with you up here about what's what's lacking here. Cause I mean, I, I don't know. You see what I'm saying? No. I see what you're saying. I think Jewel might be fine. I see what you're saying, and that. But like it comes like what you just said it was kind of like a level of understanding that's missing about what this person's doing, how you're feeling, and how it's not connecting. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I think that logistically like we understand that this is her love language this is mine but what we're missing is how to better navigate pleasing each other when your love language is when, not the right. same yeah exactly so, because everybody that's the thing not to plug this for y'all but just to let y'all know if you are single if you are dating if you are married i advise you to go and find your love language because what i can say is that your love language has probably changed from when you were single to when you were married to when you were in between because i know for me personally my love language used to be what i was lacking once i got it my love language changed and changed in a way because that part of me that was missing so to speak is now fulfilled so not saying that what your top love languages is necessarily what's missing it's just the thing that stands out to you most so with that being the case me and mo have different top love languages jewel and niche have two top different love languages so with that being the case you are forever trying to figure out how to meet your partner on a love language scale even though you have those healthy differences there's a way i speak to you when you get it and there's a way you speak to me and you and i get it and that's what you have to figure out.